0: Hello, and welcome into to another edition of 90 Day Hour Away. I am one half of your co-hosts. I am John.
1: And I am the other half. I'm Lindsay.
0: And thank you all for joining us as we had our first half of the tell-all of this past season.
1: What would you read it from a scale of 1 to 10?
0: So far? Yeah. The tell-all? Yeah. Specifically? Yes. Uh, I'd say like a six or a seven. Yeah,
1: it was like a six to me. I didn't understand.
0: There was a lot going on. I just got super irritated with Jabri the whole time. So it kind of like brought me down a little bit. So it could have been better. It could have been worse. but So I'll give it like a six or a seven.
1: I would say a six. I'm kind of confused by... Kenny and Tim's involvement, like it was just weird to me. Like they were trying to do like a live pillow talk, but yeah, like yeah. it was just
0: weird. I thought if they were on set, it would have made more sense. Yeah, They're or just, like, like in the back room,
1: and they like cut <laughs> to them like three times. Like yeah, I feel yeah. like if they were commenting live, like pillow talk, like it would have been better.
0: Also, does Tim know he's gay?
1: No, he's not gay.
0: He was dating the Brazilian or Yeah and like refused to have sex with her. Okay. Come on. Look at him.
1: Jonathan. His
0: mannerisms, everything.
1: He was wearing shiny pants, I will say that. He had
0: eyeliner on.
1: I don't think he's gay.
0: Come on. He has a
1: girlfriend, I think.
0: Spade's a spade.
1: Jonathan, let's get into this then. (laughs) God almighty. I'm so sorry to everyone on this show who listens to us. Go ahead.
0: Well, who do you want to start with? Kick it off.
1: Okay. Well, I usually write these like couple by couple and I didn't this time because there was so much shit going on. Yeah. So I just like put bullet points. So I'm just going to like ramble.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah. Go go for it and then we can like get into it individually.
1: Okay, so I said Kara looks super cute. Okay. I liked her hair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um Kara and Guillermo are working on each other. I guess we can talk about them.
0: Alright, let's talk about them. So yeah, they're still working on things. Uh Kara is sixteen weeks pregnant.
1: I cannot wait for a little Guillermo. <laughs> I'm pumped. I hope she's having a boy.
0: He'll be a great dad for sure.
1: He'll be such a good dad. Um, hold on, I'm looking through my notes. Patrick Thais Jabri. Oh, Guillermo's looking good. Is what I wrote.
0: Wow, <laughs> fantastic! And, and not
1: even I wrote good. So like with forty O's, <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Um, so, so, I just have to say that we finally got an answer
0: on the laptop
1: thank god (laughs) thank god
0: it was definitely necessary
1: um so essentially like this is like the the middle to the end of the tell-all like we go to karen guillermo and sean robinson is like oh um you know you and guillermo had like different thoughts on finances and like patrick's like yeah he asked for a laptop and you were like we can get you a toothbrush (laughs) um and thank god patrick brought it up and then uh kara says that guillermo is naive yeah which like he kind of like was like yeah i am
0: about the money about the finance situation in america yes
1: yes and then patrick asks about the laptop and says it's condescending and controlling which like Who the fuck are you to talk about condescending and controlling, Patrick?
0: He also said it's very American women to be condescending.
1: And controlling.
0: Which, like...
1: But he's condescending and controlling. Do we not remember the shopping spree?
0: Yeah, he's a salesman. Or
1: or planning the whole wedding without Thais. (laughs) Which is it? Thais? Or Thais.
0: I'm going to go with Thais.
1: Because Sean Robinson was saying Thais. I'm
0: going to go with Thais. Sounds better.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm trying to read through all these notes right now. Um, So we find out that Guillermo did get the laptop.
0: He did get the laptop. He doesn't use it a lot. Sometimes. <laughs> he uses it sometimes. Uh, they still have some communication issues, which is prevalent in all of these couples
1: yes oh yeah uh so so kobe chimes in and says that it's a the tone of someone's voice mm -hmm. which i do agree with
0: yeah i think that's a lot of things a lot of the time it's not necessarily what you say it's how you say it
1: yeah um if
0: you're just like hey how are you like that's different than like hey how are you
1: i agree with that
0: like it's it's too like totally i agree with different that because things. when
1: you look back on the scene with karen guillermo like she sounds very condescending she
0: does for sure
1: but it could also be like she was just stressed in the moment
0: yeah because she kind of like snip like snaps about it yeah. instead of being like hey like i understand you really want this like However, like, why don't we get you, like, these other things? And then down the road, if we have enough disposable income, we can then get you the laptop.
1: Exactly. And for the
0: time being, just use mine.
1: Um. So then Kara's ex-boyfriend, Chris, is there. <laughs> um this the, guy's hilarious. The only thing I will agree with Jabrion is when he calls him Ozzy Osborne. <laughs> that that was, was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um. Dude walks in wearing shades, scrunched hair, um, and he said, <laughs> and so Sean Robinson goes, you, like, when did you and Kara date? And he's like, oh, we dated for two years, like, in high school, into college. And Sean Robinson was like, oh, did you think it was uh, serious? And he was like, yeah, you know, like, we talked about, like, marriage and a wedding and stuff. Bro, you're eighteen.
0: Yeah, like eighteen to twenty eight are two completely different points like, in your life.
1: I also talked about a wedding with my high school boyfriend. I was not <laughs> going to marry him, but like it's fun to think about. Yeah, like your first love kind of thing. Right, right. Um, so Kara says, like, well, they were over when she went to college, <laughs> which is news to Chris. It's pretty funny. And then, I guess we'll. I don't know. It's hard to like recap individual couples because so much went on.
0: Yeah, they were just saying how like they were horny teenagers and just like fucking all the time. And then he was saying how like Guillermo isn't man enough for Kata, and he's like, "Well, who are you to say like who's man enough for anything?" Okay,
1: well, no, Guillermo says, "Who are you, motherfucker?" Which like, (laughs) excuse me, (laughs) thank God. Hello I can I write down Guillermo's <laughs> verbatim and then Guillermo says he loves himself and thinks he's good enough so he doesn't yeah. care if, and he thinks he's man enough for and sure. Kara is like yeah. And I love him and he's good enough for me.
0: Yeah, and then Jabri was like going at Chris too, saying like how Chris is like hurt and he needs to get over it and like eventually he'll like figure it out and find himself and like all this stuff.
1: Okay, Jabri thought that like he was the host of this. <laughs> like how dare you, first of all, disrespect the goddess that is Sean Robinson who looked so good as usual um and then like he was like oh well I think this you should do that like who are you do you have the cue cards in front of you (laughs) I didn't think so I will say the one of the funniest parts of the tell all was when Sean was like we have Kara's ex-boyfriend Chris and Thais' face like her jaw like dropped to the floor it was hilarious
0: (laughs) She was getting prepared for what was about to happen.
1: Do you want to talk about them?
0: Who?
1: Patrick. Patrick <laughs> and Thais. Oh, well, we
0: were talking yeah. about Jabri too. So I was like, uh, okay, which, which direction are I'm we going? I'm just going
1: to continue to go down with yeah, what we... happened. Let's go. This to... episode, by the way, is all over the place. Yeah. We let's, did let's... not prepare at all.
0: Let's go to Patrick and Thais. So we find out that now they live in Sin City. AKA Las Vegas. I
1: literally thought you were saying Cincinnati and I was oh like no. Don't.
0: Sin City, AKA Las Vegas. Um he doesn't really know what's going to happen between John and Thais like going. That was very like, just like quick snippet there.
1: Oh, I didn't even write that down. Yeah.
0: And then uh, we find out that Thais is also pregnant and 16 weeks pregnant. So whatever was happening 16 weeks ago, like, congrats to the four of them.
1: Okay. So I saw on Instagram, like, Kara and Thais's announcements. And mm-hmm. so Kara said she's due in November. So I imagine Thais is also due in November. Yeah. So, I mean, the realistically the baby was conceived like their wedding night
0: okay so yeah that i guess makes sense Well, so it yeah. checks out yeah checks out checks out
1: um they what? were
0: they were really surprised by it too though because what we find out is that um patrick a year ago didn't have sperm from all taking all of the steroids and everything peds yeah his Steroids, PED usage. So, but over time, you're always, I don't want to go like health class, but like <laughs> you make new sperm constantly. So, so over like, time, it's going to heal itself. Okay. So, so to say,
1: for all the females out there, we are born with all of our eggs and then they just slowly wilt away and die <laughs> until we don't have them anymore. And then that's when we go through menopause. Men, on the other hand, always have fresh sperm. Yeah. That's why these old ass people have <laughs> kids all the time.
0: Uh, so with that situation, Thais took six different pregnancy tests and then hid them from Patrick. And so then-
1: <laughs> the funniest thing was Sean Robinson's asking about this and Patrick's like, Oh, it was because of the language barrier. She just didn't know how to tell me. And it's like, no, dude. Yeah, that's such BS. That's your cop out all the fucking time. You speak Portuguese. Like, she could tell you in Portuguese.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Like, she she knew what it was and knew how to tell him and just chose not to.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she might have been nervous or scared or something, but, like, don't tell me it was a language barrier
0: yeah that's such a cop-out bullshit answer
1: so thais makes a doctor's appointment well no
0: patrick had to make the appointment for her. oh
1: yeah yeah yeah. so she has patrick make her a gyno appointment for something else that's not a pregnancy
0: (laughs) and then after this she gets like the real pregnancy test like directly from the doctor like all this and that and once that comes back positive then she decides to tell patrick
1: but my favorite thing is she brought a friend to this doctor's appointment because the friend could speak Portuguese and English fluently, so she could translate for Dice. Um, so essentially, her friend knew before Patrick did.
0: Yeah, which was also weird. Like your husband can speak Portuguese and English, and is your husband. Like, wouldn't you want? To tell him and be like, Hey, I might be pregnant, so like why don't you come to the doctor with me to make sure and th- to make sure like everything checks out? Like wouldn't that be like a happy time?
1: Yeah, like I don't know. That's exciting. Like, hey, I I took these tests. I think I'm pregnant. Yeah. Let's go to the doctor together. For sure. Um, and then they start arguing about Patrick hooking up with another woman. <laughs> Like, I don't know where that came from, but, like, that's what I have written down.
0: Well, yeah, it took a turn about, like, they were talking with a bunch of other couples about, like, communication issues and, like, not saying everything that's happened and, like, who's cheated and stuff like that. So, Thais says it's cheating. Patrick says it's not cheating because they weren't really together, but he had gone to Brazil a couple of times so, I don't know. Their timeline was all over the place. Her, he was saying her timeline was off, and she was saying his timeline was off. So somewhere in between is where the truth lies.
1: So um, then we found out that Thais found out about the other woman on the day they got engaged.
0: Yeah, which is pretty fucked.
1: And I mean, Patrick admits he was in the wrong, and he also admits that he never had sex with her because he couldn't get it up
0: whiskey dick i love it
1: um oh and then this is where the
0: intent was there though the the intent intent
1: was there to
0: have sexual relations with that woman were there
1: i agree with that i and but i also think people have different definitions of cheating so like even him talking to her could be like him cheating yeah emotional cheating yeah um, so, this is where Tim and Kenny come in, and this was a hilarious line, where Tim says that Patrick doesn't think he's wrong, and Kenny says, well, technically, he didn't dip the stick.
0: <laughs> so, it doesn't count. So, it doesn't count. Leave <laughs> well, it to Kenny, man. What a great guy.
1: I love him so much. Kenny's incredible. Um, Let us see... Oh, Patrick with the laptop. Hold on. I'm going through all these notes. Well, yeah.
0: So Patrick was essentially trying to justify that entire situation, which I think we're all in an agreement that it's a form of cheating. Of course it is. Even if you say you weren't technically in a relationship you have gone to Brazil numerous times. Like, you're in a relationship whether you like it or not at that point. Exactly. And what so I didn't it's understand... Definitely, it's definitely a form of cheating.
1: What I didn't understand is if she found out about it the day they got engaged, like, was he actively talking to her?
0: Right. Yeah. That's kind of what it seemed like. So, that's strange to me. I agree.
1: Um, And then later on in the episode, like, right before the end of the episode... Our boy is there.
0: John. John. He enters the show. He, his accent turns on and off real quick. It's the alcohol and it's if they get fired up, I'm telling you. Okay. That's what happens. The so, the draw comes out more when you get like hyped up and you're yelling and screaming or if you're intoxicated.
1: Um so John's making everyone laugh. Everyone's loving John <laughs> as you should. Um, And John is excited to be an uncle, and he's so excited that he got blackout drunk and told a woman that they're friends with. And then the woman wrote on Thais' Instagram page, congratulations.
0: (laughs) And he was like, for what?
1: (laughs) And then this is where Jabri can go F himself. Uh Jabri asked John how many beers he's had this morning and John says Jabri's sparkles are blinding him. Sorry. Spockles. Sparkles. Sparkles are, are blinding him.
0: <laughs> and then I wrote John makes the show. <laughs> he was great. I mean, he came in, and what I like about John too and this is just like for anybody, people on the show, people that are listening, whomever you mess up just own that. And like yeah. John and like John does that. He's like, look, it happened. I told her I was in the wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But like I did it. Like just yeah. own your shit.
1: Well, that's like so we see they flash back to like Thais's first morning when Patrick's like half in the bag and he drops the steak on the floor, which is like one of the most hilarious scenes this <laughs> season. Um and Sean Robinson is like, oh, like, do you still think like she's just, you know, not right for your brother? That's the line. He's like, no, like I think Thais is good for Patrick. I think Patrick's good for Thais. Like, I, I like the relationship. I'm excited to be an uncle. Like all that stuff. Like, like we said last week, like their relationship seems to be more cordial. Yes. So I feel like they've definitely gotten better. Mm-hmm. Um. But everyone loves Sean. And at the end, Jabri starts fucking yelling about something. I don't even know. I like started tuning him out. And all you hear is, I write sparkles, sparkles. I <laughs> write <"All> sparkles. <laughs> and that's how the episode ended. So
0: you got to love it. You got to love it.
1: But um, talking about Jabri, he was just like a total.
0: You want to head over to them? Yeah.
1: Fuck. All right. I was trying to do it like subtly. And then you just called it out.
0: So... The tell-all is not ready for Jabri.
1: Okay, Jabri thinks this is his show. He thinks this is like Jabri and the rest of 90 Day Fiance. Mind you, Miona has said zero
0: words. Yeah, she said like maybe a sentence or two the whole time. Nothing. But when they get out of the Chevy Suburban.
1: Yeah, that's typical 90
0: Day. The jackets they're wearing are absolutely hysterical like i just i don't understand like the fascination of constantly matching what your partner is wearing and you're just wasting like tens of thousands of dollars on stupid clothes that you're gonna wear one time
1: yeah i i don't get it um something else that we'll like we'll talk about when it comes up but the fact that jibri was like i have a hundred thousand dollars it's like i thought you were broke yeah like i thought the reason why you stayed with your parents is because you didn't have money
0: yeah but now he has all this money from vlogging and so on and so forth if i fucking
1: see him one more time on my discover page on instagram i'm gonna lose my mind (laughs) With their stupid freaking um, thumbnails. So um, with Jabri and Miona, they are just the worst people possible. I can't stand them.
0: Yeah, so they, they're they out on the set. And before they even get out there, Thais is saying how Jabri will get, will get mad about something. And he does get mad about something. Like get He,
1: he gets ma- mad at everything.
0: Yeah, he always has something to say and always is upset about something. Um, we see he claims that there's a lot of jealousy from family and friends because they see him and Miona shining and they're not shining like they are so he's just like and then he like jumps at ari
1: yeah so ari's like oh like you're if your mom's jealous like it falls on the sun that yeah and like to make sure that everyone's peace and harmony right and jabri just yells at ari and says that she's the most jealous person And Ari's like, yeah, well, if I'm the most jealous person, can't I recognize jealousy? 100%, 100%. And that was a
0: hundred percent. A hundred percent. She wasn't wrong. And that was a perfect answer from Ari. Not a huge Ari fan, but that was a perfect answer. And it's the truth. If you're someone who is jealous like she is, then obviously she can recognize the tendencies of a jealous person.
1: Like, okay, so before they even went out there, like... Ari was joking around and was like, oh, like, we can't sit next to each other because she was also wearing, like, a sparkly dress. Yeah. And he was like, you're just jealous. It's
0: like, yeah. you stole my outfit. I'm like,
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up, Jabri. No one is jealous of you. No, no. one. Yeah, nah. Um, so then, like, Ari and Benny start talking and, like, Sean asked them a question and they're like, oh, we still have issues with communication, but Benny still has, finally has his green card. And he's uh, going to focus on MMA 100%. And then all of a sudden, Jabri, like, starts lecturing Ari about being a jealous wife and, like, how she holds Binny back and, um...
0: Yeah, he's like he's like Benny is a star and like you're ruining his career and like he could be the best fighter out there and he's a star and he's gonna shine and you're not letting him shine. And I'll
1: fight him for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. I I have a hundred thousand dollars, let's fight. Um and then did you notice like Jabri makes Miona move so he can be closer yeah, they, to them?
0: Yeah, they switch spots what on the, the fuck couch. is
1: that?
0: Yeah, I I don't know
1: um so then hold on jabri says that ari and binny aren't going to work out and that ari and binny's relationship is fake and she's holding (sighs) binny back
0: yes it's a fake relationship they've only been together for like three four years have a child have lived in three different countries have traveled all over the world like yes it is definitely fake how about you look in the fucking mirror so
1: what was so wild about this is that like Emily and Kobe are joking around. Like yeah. Eve says she can wear what she wants, and then all of a sudden Jabri is back at Ari and Binny. Like, who the fuck are you, bro?
0: He just like snapped his head over there and was like, "Y'all are fake." I
1: was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and then, and, and then also, Jabri says at some point Ari says that Jabri is a bully. He is. And Jabri says that Ari is insecure. <laughs>
0: Which is probably also true.
1: It's very true. It's like, that was like the feud I didn't see coming. And also like, I can't believe that Benny didn't say anything.
0: Yeah. He was just like sitting back, like watching it all unfold. But like, I've told you, like, I've told you this before too. Like people that are like fighters or like enforcers in hockey, like, those are the calmest people and they'll just like let you go because they know if shit actually starts to pop off like they'll just end you.
1: Yeah it's true like we live in a part of Florida that a lot of MMA fighters train and we like run into them all the time and like they seem like very chill dudes.
0: They yeah they're just like the most calm relaxed people because they know if like you ever actually like get in their face or swing on them that like with one sh- one punch, one kick, like, your day is over.
1: Yeah, so, but at the same time, I think he should have stood up for his wife, but I yeah. think Ari can stand on her own. Like, she's traveled the, the world, I shouldn't even say country, she's traveled the world <laughs> yeah. by herself, so... I think she can do it, but anyway, like just Jabri's demeanor was terrible.
0: He was just so combative about everything. Everything
1: he wanted to fight, and yeah. I think he's gonna meet his match with John.
0: <laughs> so yeah, because John don't take that bullshit.
1: No, not at all. But um, and it, if
0: he goes after John, Patrick is gonna step in, and Patrick would just like break him, snap him in half.
1: For real, he would I... be like, I
0: warm up with weights that way weigh as much as you. <laughs>
1: um do you want to just briefly talk about kobe and emily because there wasn't a lot with them yeah this there episode. wasn't
0: there wasn't much in the first half it seems like they're going to be more focused on the second half which is good um but it seems like they still have the same old like typical struggles communication stuff uh we find out that kobe is now working which is awesome he's testing asphalt samples as a lab technician to make sure that the asphalt that goes out is A-OK and ready to go. So testing the asphalt out. Uh, Emily gave birth to a daughter, Scarlett.
1: Mm-hmm, a little girl. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's really, really cute. Um, And Emily is a stay-at-home mom, which is what
0: she's always <laughs> wanted to do. For, of course, obviously. Um, I, I'm i curious, did, and I don't think they mentioned this. Did it say where they... We're currently living no i think there's okay. st-
1: i would imagine they're still in salina, salina or they're in like Kansas missouri City. area like yeah. i don't think she could even though she's traveled a lot when she was younger i feel like she wouldn't be able to be away from her parents that much
0: yeah i'm sure they'll touch upon it in the second half but that was something that i was like hmm i wonder where they're living
1: um so then when Jabri and Ari are yelling at each other about being jealous, Emily says she's jealous of Kobe. Like and Kobe says you can't be in love without being jealous without jealousy, which I do agree yeah. with. Um and then
0: They were asking him like with the jealousy thing, like about work and stuff, and Sean is like, Well, Kobe, do you tell Emily everything? And he's like I tell Emily what she needs to know. <laughs> that was hilarious. But like also like, and Emily even said it like, most of the day he's working by himself like on a computer yeah. and like testing the stuff. So it's not like he's really talking to anybody. And I'm sure in that business, it's mostly guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um. So then, uh, you know, first episode, last episode, tell all, we see Kobe in his undies and they say, I heart emily's face <laughs> like it's a picture, a picture of, of her face not it says emily's face um which was pretty funny uh and i is there any it is
0: that it well they were also saying how kobe was getting a bunch of dms from oh yeah <laughs> girls like because of the whitey tidies and like <laughs> all this stuff and emily's like yeah, like he, I don't even let him look at it. Like, if he looks at it, he has to show me that he's looking at it.
1: There, she, I imagine, is like crazy jealous.
0: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: and then we'll touch on that when we talk about Shida and Bilal. Um, <laughs> so when Chris is on the stage with Kara. Emily puts Kobe on blast that he took his ex on a date in Cameroon <laughs> when she was pregnant in the United States.
0: And then didn't tell her till weeks after.
1: Yikes. But I don't know how <laughs> why that man did oh, that Lord. because she scares me.
0: Yeah, but I mean, she also like had no way of getting to him. <laughs> so I guess he was like, oh, if I'm going to ever do it, now's the opportunity.
1: That's true. Um... One thing that you said which I thought was hilarious while we talked about them is John last night turned around to me and he go, or sorry, it was at the end of the episode and John goes, I wish Kobe told Shabri to shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: yeah, like you were you had the ability to tell your fiance at the time that, like, tell this random schmuck sitting next oh to you. Oh my god, he was so bad. Like just tell him to go shut the fuck up. That would have been that would have been great tv because jabri would have gotten pissed off and like i wouldn't mess with patrick or kobe but Uh especially kobe like kobe is a big fucking dude yeah
1: he's huge and like he was an underwear model so obviously he worked (laughs) out and stuff
0: yeah for sure
1: um but that was them i think we'll get a lot next episode um we want to talk even muhammad real quick
0: yeah, so... There's not,
1: definitely more drama coming sure. from
0: them. For sure. Them, for sure. Not, a, not a lot from them on this half of the tell-all either, um, but we find out that Eve is still the sole provider, which I think every everybody He didn't expected. get his green
1: card yet, so...
0: Not yet, not probably yet. Probably
1: looking for a new sponsor.
0: Uh, <laughs> he says how he doesn't get mad about what Eve wears now. He's just adapting to, you know, American culture and American women. And they both say that their relationship is better. Um, And Eve also feels like she didn't really need to change like for the relationship. It was more of Muhammad having to kind of adapt to American culture, adapt to her lifestyle and things like that. And this is even when like Jabri kinda touched upon it too and he was like, Well have you ever been to Egypt? Like
1: I was like, Who the fuck are you, bro? <laughs> no, so Kara Kara, <laughs> sorry, I'm like very passionate about yelling at Jabri. So Kara <laughs> um says like, you know, well she shouldn't he shouldn't tell her, like, what to wear and stuff. And he's like, Well, have you ever been to G- Egypt? I've been three times and blah, 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 blah. blah. I'm debris.
0: That was a great imitation. Thank
1: you. I, I
0: tried really <laughs> hard. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: This episode is such a mess. I'm so sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, Kara also said that she didn't think it was going to work. Out between eve and muhammad which like none of us did
0: yeah i mean we had said this from like i'm pretty sure like very early on like maybe the second or third episode like they were the one couple we thought wasn't going to get married and if they did get married wasn't going to work out long term
1: yeah um and then eve brings up that you know Mohammed can post half naked pictures of himself and she can't post a picture in a (laughs) bikini. Um, And then at one point, Mohammed said he wanted a new sponsor. And I guess Emily didn't know that. So Emily's like, that's a red flag. It's like, oh, duh. Um, And then he says, Mohammed and his, says his family got upset at the pictures that he posts, but then said that his mom didn't judge eve because that's not what they do in like muslim culture so i was just right. very confused by that whole thing
0: yeah that was essentially how it was and i think too like and we had touched upon this kind of in the latter latter couple episodes but after that conversation muhammad had with his mom i think mm-hmm. that kind of like flipped the switch oh yeah hundred and it's kind of why he's been very different but I think he has adapted a bit to American culture and American lifestyle, but there's also obviously tendencies that he's known for 20 plus years and you can't just change those, you know, at the drop of a hat or even over the course of a few months. And
1: I think she acknowledges that because she's like, there's some things I didn't know. Like, I didn't know I couldn't be in the same room as a handyman. Like." They have to learn each other's cultures, and I hope that they... It seems like they are, but who knows? (laughs) Um, All right, let's get to the last couple.
0: So, Lindsay's favorite, Bilal and Shida.
1: Which, by the way, if you haven't heard... Sorry, I just yelled into the mic. Bilal and Shida are joining Happily Ever After.
0: Lame. Um, So, it feels amazing to be in New York, is how they started it off.
1: Uh, uh, she looks beautiful, as always.
0: Uh,
1: she's gorgeous. Like, how did that man get lucky?
0: And she, it kind of, they're like, when they walk in and stuff, it kind of starts with Shida by herself in the little interview process. And she says how she's not a baby, and Bilal does a lot of mansplaining. and I that was, was like, hilarious. I was like, oh, she knows the term mansplaining? Like, is that, a, <laughs> is I love that it. also in Trinidad?
1: Um, she says that marriage is a process and they're of still course. learning a lot about each other, which I agree. But yeah, um, Bilal man, mansplains, which.
0: He definitely does. Oh, duh. And c- claims that he doesn't treat her like a child and that Shida is naive. <laughs> which, I mean, on some things, she probably is. But also, like, this goes back to the thing of, like, she hasn't lived here. She's also in her late 30s and never lived here yeah like what do you expect
1: and but it goes back to the cultural thing so it's like and I mean Bilal brought it up and I did kind of agree with him like in the United States like where okay you turn 21 or you graduate college like you're on your own like go figure it out whereas like these other cultures like you live with your parents until you're married or like
0: or even after that
1: yeah so i think it it is a cultural thing where she you know never lived by herself she was in a new country like all this stuff um but really their segment kicks off um with the prank the fucking prank (laughs) i was gonna say when sean robinson says that Bilal is a neat freak
0: well, yeah, he is an e freak. I think we've all agreed to that. I think Bilal has even agreed to that.
1: Yes, he has. So then Shida says when she came to the United States, it was a big shock. And that Shida treated Bilal like royalty when he came to Trinidad. And obviously, she did not get the same.
0: <laughs> Which, I mean, it is what it is. But also, like, I don't think that he necessarily had to like roll out the red carpet so to say especially since she's staying here but also like you shouldn't have pranked her as you're picking her up from the airport on the way to your house
1: yeah exactly so um kobe says that it was the worst prank which like it
0: was it definitely was it was just fucked up like the way the way he positioned it too is like shida was in a lose lose situation like no matter what like if she had said anything bad then Bilal is like well this is the house i grew up in so like you don't like yeah. you don't love me for me and it's like no like that's not what it is it's just you didn't mention to me that like this is to be expected
1: yeah exactly and then eve says that it sounded like a test which it was yeah and then Bilali goes back at her and then ari says Bilal has an answer for everything which
0: he does which he does totally and and then we get into the part of like when he pulls over on the side of the highway because she smacks him and sean even asked if anybody in the room thought that if it was an aggressive smack or playful and no one raised their hand that it was an aggressive smack
1: not at all. Like, it was not an aggressive smack. It was a playful, like, playing around. She thought he was joking. Yeah. And and then he goes, I would never kick a woman out of my car. Then why the fuck did you pull over?
0: He was, It was a test. I would have gotten pissed off, too, though, if I was driving on the highway.
1: She didn't do it, like, aggressively, I n- though. No,
0: I understand that. I'm not saying she did at all. I think in that particular situation, they were both wrong.
1: They were. I agree with that. After
0: the first time, she should have stopped it and been like, whatever. But then she did it a second and a third time and then he got really pissed off.
1: Um. Okay, so Guillermo says that he wants to be Blau when he grows up, which was hilarious. Because he
0: speaks so well. And <laughs> yeah, because he speaks
1: so well and he knows how to answer. So then Patrick is like, no, Bilal is just a salesman, and it's a manipulation tactic.
0: Yeah, he's got an answer. Boom. For, he's got an answer for everything. Everything. Like, like when Shadow was talking, and he and Patrick even says it, he's like, "Oh, timeout." It's because like he has to reset the situation. Yeah. To then, like, go on the attack, or he has to be able to like stop everything for a half second and then like reposition it. All of, that's all it is, though.
1: What I thought was so funny though is like Patrick was like, "Yeah, you do all of these like tactics," and Thais is like, "You do those when we fight," and he's like, "Exactly. Like I'm a salesman. Yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm doing." He's like,
0: "I'm just watching in awe of this right yeah. now."
1: Yeah. Um. So then Bilal like got caught being a salesman, and he's totally trying to spin. Um. And Shida says that Bilal always has to win the conversation.
0: Which he does, and that's a salesman mentality. You have to win the day. You have to win the conversation. You have to have somebody sign the documentation to give you their money for whatever it is. If you're Patrick, it's for the security system. If you're Bilal, it's for the home. If you're, you know, whoever. Like, you need the person to commit to giving you money for whatever that may be. So for Bilal, you know, that's just the way he's trained that's you know he's always you're always selling you're a salesman you're always selling regardless as to the situation that's just how that's just how he is
1: so now we get on to the everyone's favorite conversation babies and prenups (laughs) so sean robinson says like oh you put like these caveats in the prenup and Shred is like, yeah, like, we're going to try for a baby before we're 40, and he has helped me with my business. So then it's like, well, what happens if, like, you don't try for a baby for 40? Like, is there anything in the prenup? And Shred like, no. And my whole thing was, Bilal fucking knew that. Yeah, that's and why he didn't signed it. say anything.
0: That's why he signed it and was just, like, okay about everything because there was no, like, if this happens. Well, now this is going to happen. It's
1: ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So um, then Shida says that Bilal would lecture her and she feels like she has a father figure rather than a husband.
0: <laughs> Which is a little creepy.
1: It's kind of weird. And then um, we bring out Shahida. Oh, that was Shahida that said that. I fucked that up. Um, <laughs> so,
0: yeah. So Shahida is there now um she's
1: she's balau's ex-wife if you didn't know that
0: <laughs> yeah uh we find out that she was the one who asked for the divorce um, and
1: she's the one that said that balau is more like a father figure than yes a partner yes and pretty much all of the reasons that they got divorced is because of everything that balau still does
0: pretty much yeah and then like it gets to the point of, you know, if this continues and Shida is saying that she isn't just going to give up on their relationship like Shahida did. And then we get into the situation of when Shahida came over to the home to talk about the prenup and everything. And Shida pretty much says straight up that, she didn't like how she came at her in her home, in her kitchen. And I totally agree.
1: Yeah, I agree too. It's your house. Like, why? She came in hot. Why should I invite you into my home so you can lecture me about a prenup?
0: Yeah, that has nothing to do with you personally.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then Shahida makes this like offhand comment, which is like, it's kind of true, but also like kind of fucked up. And she's like, well, Shido is coming into this marriage with no assets. And it's like, but you don't even fucking know her. Yeah. Like the only times you've talked to her is at Juma. Yeah. And when this came... whole prenup thing. Yeah. So like you don't know her. You don't know what she has.
0: Yeah. I get it. Like, no, she doesn't have a house or anything. But like, who knows? She could have obscene amounts of money from her business. Like you never know
1: exactly and um that was pretty much it something that i saw was balao wasn't wearing dress socks
0: (laughs) yeah what is his deal with socks
1: it's weird it's very weird is that one
0: of these ocd things like you got to wear the no show socks all the time
1: i guess so um and oh and sean asked shahida about what her reaction was when shida went to the family home which like sean why it was, it was, she's trying to
0: stir it up. Oh, of course. And but like, like, I lived there for two years and it was really disrespectful to Bilal. And- like,
1: so don't put it in a prank. Don't put it in a prank. Fucking family. Um, And then Tim, oh, we get another Tim and Kenny comment. Tim says that Bilal has good qualities and Kenny says that he's condescending.
0: <laughs> Which he is. Which he is. No, I'll say I'll say this, like I'm not gonna defend Bilal by any means, but he is a great speaker.
1: He's a businessman.
0: Yeah. He carries himself very well. Yes. But he carries himself very well in situations where he doesn't need to do that. Yes. It's almost like he never lets his hair down.
1: No, never. He's never like He's
0: always in cell mode.
1: Yeah, that's his personality. Yeah. There's no like there's no like work personality and home personality.
0: Unless he's with his kids. Yes. That's it.
1: Yeah. That is strange.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's something I've noticed like over the course of like their time and over the course of this season.
1: I hope on Happily Ever After we get them like more family time. Yeah. Like, see Shida, like, interact with the kids more and, like, all that stuff. I think we will. Um, But that pretty much wraps it up. I'm so sorry. This episode was off the rails.
0: Well, I mean, the episode itself kind of was, too. That's what yeah. happens in the tell-alls, though, right? You kind of, like, jump around to little things because this person makes a comment. So now you got to go at them and you got to talk about their relationship. And then, oh, mine's better than yours Sparkles, in this way. Sparkles. And then you got to mix in John,
1: John. If John just okay, well, we're also getting a new single life, which like I'm not about. But the next season, we better have John on.
0: It's a possibility, I oh, would say, oh. especially if he's in Vegas with them. Oh, fire! Oh my God, single, single John in Vegas. That That'd would be, be crazy, incredible.
1: Well, okay, so the single life that's coming on Veronica, which right, that's Tim's ex girlfriend
0: the brazilian
1: no 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 she like
0: oh the one he was like best friends with yeah and yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah, do yeah.
1: pillow talk together yeah, yeah, yeah. she's on the single life
0: interesting
1: so if you're getting like secondary characters john john
0: i agree why I'm the with fuck it.
1: not um okay so then the next time on john and jabri start arguing behind the scenes sparkles <laughs> uh ari and benny talk about the wine incident and oh yes benny's gonna get dragged for this of course uh kobe and emily don't have sex which like it's probably a good thing <laughs> uh the squad versus muhammad what's her name tatiana
0: yeah tatiana
1: tatiana comes on and she's gonna you know fuck up muhammad um and then jabrian david oh david is coming which i'm pumped about Jabri and David argue, and then Jabri walks off the set.
0: Because he didn't get his way, and he's going to pout like a 12-year-old.
1: Pretty much. You know what I saw on Jabri's Uh um, Instagram?
0: Do I want to know?
1: That the black Serbs haven't even talked to each other since the David-Jabri fight in the recording studio, which I don't really believe, but...
0: (laughs) What about my boy Space Cash? I hope he's okay.
1: He should be on the single life. <laughs> I don't care. I don't really care
0: about anybody else. I just hope Space ca- Space Cash is okay.
1: Um yeah, me too. So, that's pretty much it. This episode was a shit show. Our episode was a shit show. Really hope you enjoyed this dysfunction this week. Um next week is the second part of the tell all. We might be a a little late with the episode i'm not sure yet because jonathan's going away um but we will try to get it out on monday um yeah we'll
0: be able to do it on monday don't worry
1: all right that's commitment from yes from sparkles over here (laughs) um and then we go into happily ever after
0: and then yeah so it should be interesting to see episode the second half of the tell-all.
1: I feel like the tell-all has given us more drama than like 90% of the season.
0: <laughs> That's usually what
1: happens Maybe though. we just need a debris in everyone's storyline.
0: It's just because like during the tell-all you bring up all the shit. So True. it's just like all of the shit from the whole season like in one thing. So if everyone has like three or four things- then you multiply that by the six couples. Now you've got like 20 plus things to talk about.
1: That's true. And I'm really happy we're back in the, re- the tell-all where like almost pre-COVID. I mean, obviously COVID's still Yeah, well, thing, they're, but, they're like, all there. They probably all got tested. And like you can see behind the scenes like everyone's wearing masks and stuff. So I'm happy that like they're all there. They're all present. Like all that stuff. For sure. Um, I have nothing else to say thanks for listening uh follow us on instagram 90 day underscore our way uh if you want to hear sports and betting follow the jk pod
0: we hit over 60 percent of the time last week definitely use our recommendations
1: i don't know who the we is because it's just jonathan so him himself and him (laughs) me myself and i sparkles um, but thanks for listening. Like I said, this was kind of all over the place, so really appreciate it, and we'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.